Okay? Hello, we are here with Matt McDonald from Long Jing School. Thanks for talking to me today about Pleasure. your job and your teaching routine as a lead practitioner. So, um, how long have you been a teacher? Uh, I've been a teacher. I started training in 1995, so this is my second century. Quite a long time. <laughs> That's great. So, 22 years, I think it is. Uh, yes, so yeah. I've done it for quite a while. <laughs> and uh, what's your main subject and which year groups you teach? Yeah, um, so I teach geography. I've taught a number of subjects uh, over the many years that I've done it, but uh, geography is my main subject and uh, I teach all secondary age uh, students, so key stage three, four and five, from 11 up to 19. Do you have any favourite topics within geography? Uh, like? Well, I like... All of geography, um, obviously, <laughs> yeah, as obviously. a geographer, yeah, uh, yeah. I mainly teach the physical side of it, but um, part of my degree was in development studies, so I'm very interested in that side of things as well. And what's your current role here at the school and how long have you been in this role? Yeah, so I'm a lead practitioner. Um, I've been a, a head of department. I've had a number of roles of responsibility at the school. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many years I've done lead practitioner uh, roles <laughs> now, but it's uh, a number of years, probably seven, I would say, something okay. like that. Yeah. And uh, can you tell me a bit about your routine? So you have the teaching side, but what else do you mm -hmm. do as a lead practitioner? Okay, yeah, so lead practitioner uh, gives me uh, over a week um, a whole day off timetable to work with other members of staff, other colleagues, to research, to um, support people who might need a bit of extra support, and to work with other schools and other organisations as well. So. Uh, it's a very important role. Uh, it's a senior role, yeah. but the, the really good thing about it is that, and what I like about it the most is it means that I can still be in the classroom because yeah. teaching is the reason why I do this job. Yes. But, you know, so I, I have the senior responsibilities, but I, I still teach yeah. as if I'm yeah. a teacher. So. That's great, yeah. Uh, what are the challenges that you have as a lead practitioner? Uh, always time, lack of time. So I do get time from my timetable, but yeah. it's... Every single lead practitioner minute is taken up because there's so many things that you know, I get involved in and the team of, we've got three lead practitioners at Long Dean, we're involved in all manner of things across the school and with other schools, other communities as well, so there's never enough time unfortunately, yeah. but I think most teachers would say that about any role in teaching. Yeah. So that's a bit of workload. Yeah, yeah, workload is... Um, it is the toughest part of being a teacher and managing that and balancing what you need to do and being aware when you can't do everything and doing the best that you can and being you know, accepting that is, I think, one of the biggest tips I could give anyone uh, who's going into teaching or wanted to be a lead practitioner. You choose the things you want to do well, you do them as well as you possibly can and you just have to try and balance yeah. the time that you have or lack of time that you have as, as well as you can and, and use your time wisely. Um, you, you can't waste time in this job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's your best advice for teachers that are about to start in a similar mm -hmm. role. Is Absolutely. There anything else? Yeah, I think, I mean, as a teacher, you need boundless amounts of energy. It's, uh, yeah. it's a very demanding job role vocation, mm -hmm. but it's extremely rewarding. So, um, you know, when, when the tough times happen, there will be good things coming around the corner and it's, um, you know, it's such an important role that teachers have. Uh, it's quite a privilege to do this yeah. job. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's tough, <laughs> but there's a lot of good things to go with it. And what about teachers that are 
trying to apply for a role like that, for a senior position. Is there anything you could say to them? Yeah, okay, so experience uh, is, is obviously the key, getting those experiences um, you know, throughout your career and your early career, taking on opportunities when they come your way, uh, getting, um, so working in, in a range of different roles, uh, the pastoral side of things and, mm -hmm. and the academic side of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, and um, you know, getting involved in things is the key. Uh, putting yourself forward, making yourself visible, um, sharing ideas, being part of teaching learning groups, all yeah. of those kinds of things raise your profile and give you the kinds of skills that you'll need to apply for those kinds of jobs uh, and give you the experiences that will sh also show you whether or not you actually do want to do mm -hmm. those things. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And uh, you say you did your training in 1995. 1995, yes. Uh, Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> what do you think are the big differences between maybe teaching back then and now? Are mm. there any differences? Is yeah, the same? no, I think, that's, I think that's an interesting question. I, I would say I think teaching will always be the same thing. You still need to get students to understand and learn things, mm -hmm. what, whatever the technology that you use. Yeah. Obviously, technology is something that can support that hugely, and the way you use it is is really important um, to support that. So, the amount of technology that I use is probably one of the biggest changes. Um, I mean, there's societal changes that um, so the, the I don't know the the makeup of the school, the kinds of students that I am teaching, having stayed in a school for a, for a long period of time, that's a big you know there's some big changes mm -hmm. there. Um, and what's going on in the world in terms of, you know, I'm a geographer, you know, yeah. global changes are yes. a, a huge part of what we study. So externally, a lot of things are, are I think, very different. Um, the technology, when I first started, this is horrible to say, but the internet was actually at <laughs> quite an early stage. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, that, that's massively changed the way yeah. that students work as well. And actually the number of things that students can use but it's still the same thing. It's all there for them, but do they know how to access it? Do they know which things to spend their time on? Mm -hmm. and that's still yeah. the same job. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, getting them to be able to learn the bit you need them to learn will yeah. never change. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so talking about technologies, is there any way that you, do you actively look for new technologies or you just come across them? Yeah, okay, so uh, I, I do. I do try and find things. Uh, I you know follow things on Twitter and I... I I, I try and involve myself uh, in not just sitting still on something that I know that's worked before. I think it's really important as a teacher because there are always new things that are coming mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, discussing it in some of the groups that I run, some teaching and learning groups. That, and, and looking at research, actually. Research, I think, is increasingly something that um, everyone in education is, is waking up to the fact that actually you do need to look at what works rather than just sticking to things that you've always done because mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, there's amazing practice out there and it doesn't take much to find out what it is. So, yeah, I thought that's really, really important. Yeah. And uh, what do you think are the main benefits and also the main challenges of using technology in the classroom? Okay, um, so the benefits are, so something like Seneca, um, is that you can, you know, the students can go away, they can do things, you can see what they've done. At a click of a button, it doesn't create any work for you. I think that's amazing. Uh, where there are other bits of technology that require, so for geography, we have to use GIS packages and the amount of time it takes to get to learn those and then a new one comes along and you've wasted mm. well, you've <laughs> wasted time, but it's taken a long time to get yeah. to know how to use particular packages. I think those are probably the biggest issues I have 
uh, and also things coming in and out of fashion and, and students um, also their understanding their knowledge of technology their expectations of technology mm. actually i think are, are a huge issue because uh, they are born teaching, with technology basically. they yeah exactly they, they're completely it is their their universe yeah. whereas those of us who are old enough to remember <laughs> can yeah. see the other side yeah. of that and mm -hmm. i quite often have that conversation with the students so it's yeah it's technology is is a necessary thing and i think it's a really important thing where it's done well but also we need to be conscious of what kind of technological understanding and expectations the students have as well to make sure it actually fits that to motivate them enough so that we're not giving them things that, that 20 years out and yeah. date. Or, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I think, is really important. But you actually get students showing you new technology. Yeah, all the time, yeah. all the time. Some of the best things I've had are where students have actually said, sir, have you seen this website or this revision website? So I do a lot of work on things like that with them. And they've, they've always got you know, far better ideas than we <laughs> yeah. have. Yeah. Or they've seen things because yeah. they spend their time on, online. So, uh, you know, they yeah. borrow a lot of their time online. Uh, so uh, they, they can do the research for us as well. They're, they're an important resource. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so just to finalize this with Seneca, how mm -hmm. long have you been using Seneca? Uh, so a uh, couple of months. Yeah. I became aware of it at the start of this academic year. I started hearing people on uh, certain groups talking about it. Um, and uh, then, you know, seen the actual platform and uh, have, have been involved in using it and have launched it to um, our staff as well as a, as a really good thing. But again, so talking about the students, the power of the students, my own son actually uh, using it as, as is the thing that's really shown me the, the benefit of using Seneca. So he absolutely loves it. So <laughs> that's, that's pretty good uh, yeah. in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's okay. brilliant. All right. Thank you very much, Martin. Thank you. I think that's all. Yeah. Great. Great. Thank you. Okay.